0: Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner.
1: This is episode number 426 with Dane Stevens, the neurotrauma healing process to create your best relationship. Hello, everybody. I'm Sandy Weiner, and welcome back to Last First Date Radio, where we believe it is never too late for love and that a woman of value naturally attracts the respect and rewards she deserves in life and in love. And speaking of woman of value, here is my new book. It is now available on Amazon, Kindle, and paperback. It's called Becoming a Woman of Value, How to Thrive in Life and Love. And it's filled with my personal stories, client stories, interviews like the one I'm having today with Dane. And and it's just 30 tips to help you step more fully into your value there's exercises in every chapter to help you progress and move forward to show up stand up and speak up and this week's tip on how to become a woman of value is from the book and it is don't be a people pleaser we tend to not even be aware often that we are doing things to please others and not and at the cost of of really taking care of ourselves. And often, when I start coaching with women, they have put themselves at the bottom of the list. And I know this is true for men too. I'm sure Dane can probably uh, <laughs> uh, agree with me on this that it's it's a people problem, it's not a not a woman problem. But we we tend to, and I think especially women, are really raised to be kind and sweet at the cost of self-care and self-value. And so my challenge to you this week is to be aware every time you are saying yes to something when you really mean no. Take a breath, tell someone you need to get back to them if you are not sure whether you wanna say yes or no because sleeping on it is always a good idea in my opinion. And before I bring Dane on, I just want to let everybody know that I have a fantastic Facebook group. It's called Your Last First Date. And we have women over 40 in there who are really wanting to grow and learn and be positive in their approach to dating and really coming from a woman of value perspective. And so if you are looking for a really extraordinary group, if I may say so myself, uh, join us at Your Last First Date. And now for my guest, Dane Stevens. he is the owner and director of An Extraordinary Life, and it's a company that promotes healing, awareness, and self-empowerment. He developed the Neurotrauma Healing Process, NTHP, out of necessity when he had his nervous system dangerously compromised, which we're going to speak about today. And he's written a book called Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. Here it is. If you're watching on video, you can, oops, wrong book. Um, you can see his book. There so <laughs> we <up>. go. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and he is going to uh, share with us how to reclaim your power. So welcome to the show, Dane. Sorry about that.
0: No problem. Thanks for having me. Great to be here.
1: <laughs> um, so Dane, I would love to hear what was the catalyst that led you to developing the neurotrauma healing process?
0: Well, as you mentioned, it was out of sheer necessity, and uh, for me, I was uh, doing quite well in my life uh, in all areas except for my relationships, which were short-lived, and then I would seek intimacy elsewhere, and after a while, I sort of realized, hmm, this is a pattern, something's going on here, which made me look into a childhood abuse issue, which I didn't know if I dealt with and because this kept happening, I knew that I had to look into it. So um, I went to a few groups and that didn't quite resonate with me and, and did a bunch of different types of therapies and nothing seemed to really uh, get to the core or, or seemed to be helpful. And then I was referred to a therapist slash healer who she came highly recommended and she tried to force the trauma out of me. And I knew very little of trauma, nothing about trauma, really, uh, and, and little about energy that time. So when she asked about you know, forcing, I don't think she used those words. I think she used the, the term uh, going for a home run. And Who doesn't want to hit a home run? <laughs> but she failed to tell me that you could hit a foul ball. And she tried to force the trauma out of me, and it messed me up. And I remember even like vividly, or even now, uh, when that happened, she had me on the table and twisted me in a pretzel position and tell me to go there, go there. And I remember just being out in the ozone, like not even knowing which way was up. And uh, when I came off the table, I was felt these feelings of fear. And I just assumed it would subside and go away. And it did not. It cons- persisted in my life. And uh, I was felt unstable had this like jittery platelet like I was plugged into a 220 volt outlet and uh, I just my world started to crumble around me the inside creating the outside my world at least started to crumble around me and uh, I lost everything and uh, she stopped seeing me uh, partly because i I ran out of money but also because i you know she didn't know what to, what to do she didn't know what she did or didn't know how to how to fix it, so to speak. So um, I went on a mad search to figure out what the heck happened to me, how to get my life back. And it took me five years to figure out, under, to talk to somebody who understood what happened to me, first of all, who explained it to me. Uh, and then it took a, a year later, I uh, discovered a process. And uh, it was, it's not new. It's a left, right brain process, but it's never been developed. And when I hit on that, I knew, I was like, oh my God, I, I had made connection to that wounded part in me. So I knew it was there. Uh, But until I worked with somebody else um, with it, I I couldn't give myself what what I needed. And that's where um, I developed the process from that. And it literally just flowed out of me. Um, Feels very destined. I feel incredibly fortunate. And this work travels a long ways. It goes from healing into empowerment, because when you Still, those tapes unfreezing. Still, those tapes that have been looping in nervous system. It creates space within you, and that space naturally and automatically gets filled with what I'll call higher consciousness. And in that, it's uh, we say that you get to live the life you love to live by simply being who you really are. You get to take these negative uh, and limiting tapes and beliefs that have been looping inside of you that are who are not who you are. And uh, remove them, bring them to resolution, and you get to be and be who you really are. So it's quite a profound process, and it's got very little to do with me or the facilit- facilitators. It shows us how we're working and gives us access for maybe the first time to what's going on inside of us and therefore what we're creating in our world.
1: Well, I can't even imagine how scary it must have been to release that trauma and not have a container for oh, it.
0: Yeah. I I don't worst wish it on my worst enemy. On the other hand, I am here now and uh I am very fortunate. So, yeah, I'm just very passionate about sharing this with other people in a safe and gentle manner, yeah. which is yeah. key. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's that really is and I wanted to really highlight that because I think many people start the process of healing in an unsafe manner and then the facilitator doesn't really know how to get them from point a to point b. Yeah. And I mean I've turned down clients who I knew that were way out of my, you know, um, area of expertise who had such incredible trauma that I couldn't handle it. It's yeah. not it was not it was not something I could do and I, yeah. I couldn't even go there. Yeah. It wouldn't have been fair. Yeah. So, Good you know, you me. have to go to the right people. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, especially if you've been deeply, deeply damaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, take us through the process. Like you started to touch on, it's left, right, left brain, yep. kind of like EMDR. Is yep. it? Is it?
0: Well, it it is. It's just, it's more intimate. In that way okay. it's true uh, I originally stumbled upon it through John Bradshaw's work and it's left right brain writing process but it was never developed into a usable process for you know therapists counselors and, and to be able to, to use it it was just very general and it was gross in that way it's just a big allowance of of, of letting out but it never uh, it didn't allow you to travel anywhere so or, or have a sense of control over it should I say so now uh, this process has been developed in a way that you can make that intimate connection and it's really great because my job ultimately is teaching people how to love themselves And in order to love yourself you have to first of all get to know yourself and you talked about you know being able to work with certain people and, and not with others while there's not a person this couldn't help it's not for everybody and there's you know, there's a couple of prerequisites one is you have to be open-minded because it's abstract work and that left brain which has been in control for so long wants control and will does not want to lose control like to lose control and therefore will try to convince you oh this can't work or we can't do this we're in unfixable or you know we don't have time or we don't have money or all that stuff That will, those voices that will get in your way and keep you from moving forward. So just the willingness to be open-minded is the first thing. And the second one is to be open to the possibility that you're completely responsible for your life. Because this work will show you how you've been been creating your life. And we have to, you know, I have to explain that because it's not blame. And that can sound like it's my fault. And that's not at all what we're saying. Somebody who was sexually abused as a child did not ask for that consciously, did not, you know, might've been drawn in, but that's a whole other conversation. But to understand that that experience is still looping inside of you now, and therefore it's your responsibility because it's going on inside of you, still happening inside of you, that's the degree of responsibility. And that's how you're creating this negative pattern in your life, whether it be uh, chronic pain or eating issues or uh, an addictive behavior or even depression. Um, It's something looping, stuck in your nervous system, unprocessed, which we help you to give access to. And uh, like we spoke earlier, safety is so key. And this process is great because it's all coming from you. So you're not going to be given anything you can't handle. That being said, you'll want to work with a facilitator in the start. And uh, we train facilitators to do this work, but it's not just a matter of doing a number of hours and then you're, you're um, able to work with people. When you gain traction, and what traction means is having a consistently positive and healthy relationship with the life inside of you. So when you gain traction and become, to come to a place of wholeness inside of you, that's when you can work with other people. So it's, uh, pretty, pretty strict on that because you're dealing with the subconscious mind. So, but it's just so effective and so obvious and needs to be known about. So
1: sounds amazing. I'm, I'm a big believer in unlocking the right side of the brain. I'm an artist and, um, I have taught from the book, um, drawing, drawing on the right side of the brain,
0: Betty Edwards. Betty Edwards. We, we quote her in our book, as a matter of do fact. Do you? <laughs>
1: fabulous. Yeah. 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 I'm actually teaching high school art again for the oh, first so time good. in many, many, many years. And I'm yeah. doing it because I, I need to access that part of my brain, too, because nice. I do nice. this work all day. Yeah. But it is um, it is so important. And we tend to see things, the but we don't really see them. You know, we right. see them the way we were taught to see them. Yeah. And, you know, but I want to highlight what you said about responsibility for our life, because it is something people really struggle with. And one of the questions I ask when I go on a date is, what did you learn from your last relationship? What did you learn from your marriage ending? What did you learn about yourself? And often they'll just say, I just it takes two and she was horrible and it was just like (laughs) (laughs) women suck you know it's it's (laughs) (laughs) usual right and 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 so i will go back to you chose her and you chose to stay what have you learned you know if i didn't do that work i'd be stuck back where i was before my marriage ended and it, it is it's it's not, again, it's not to blame or shame. It's really to to show you the way. It's, it's if you can connect the dots and see, okay, now I, I get to be an adult here and take responsibility and actually have the power, because you, you spoke before about empowerment. It, it is so empowering to yeah. do this work because yeah. you get to create a different ending. You know, yeah. you don't stay stuck, which is yeah. where so yeah. many people are.
0: Right, right. And, you know, like you say, um, that responsibility, when we understand that we are creating, that's power. And, you know, blame, as we all know, is giving our power away, mm-hmm. saying that we don't have any children. And people are at where they're at. And you have to acknowledge where you're at and start where you're at. But when you get that and can swallow that bitter, Pill in the start uh, of knowing that you are creative, that you can't help it, and that relationship was perfect. It could not be any other way. Yeah. So when we can accept that, like you say, and see the pattern, and and once you see the pattern, then you can go inside. And with this work, it's it's fascinating because we have learned that unless we can give it to ourselves, we can't get it out there.
1: Yeah, it's really so. True.
0: It's, you know, when we can love ourselves, it'll just show up. When we can accept ourselves, we get accepted. When we respect ourselves, we get respect. And there's not, we we tell our clients often, there's nothing to do. Life is an inside job. And uh, yeah, yeah. So if you can understand that it comes from the inside inside of you, that as hard as it may be in the beginning, that's where you get to really step into your power and be the person that you are be the person you're meant to be and connect with a person that brings out the best in you so i actually have a uh, my other half annie b it's uh been an interesting story uh she's a senior facilitator of this work and not everybody can facilitate this work but uh she was my high school sweetheart and we had a 25 year break and we don't remember saying goodbye and after I started this work a couple of years into it, we reconnected and it's been, I say, effortless just because it's so it feels so right. And uh, that's been, uh, you know, the biggest, I say the biggest positive, but the biggest huge manifestation of all this. I'm in a relationship that is just so loving and so right. And it's based on growth. And, and uh, you know, we both take responsibility, which allows us to grow together. And bring out the best in each other. So
1: that's great. Well, I was just going to ask you if you have a story to share of how this works. So you had done this work, and then um, yeah, tell us a little more about okay. like how how this relationship evolved and how the work was okay. responsible. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a it's a cool story. I was in a relationship. I was down in California at this point where this all happened, and uh, it was not a healthy relationship. I was, you know, struggling for my life sort of thing, still going through all this stuff. And it was very tumultuous and up and down and it just it just wasn't healthy. So I stumbled upon this book uh, in Ojai, California, if you know that where that is, mm-hmm. I was living there at the time. And like I say, I made the connection, it was just such a huge aha moment. Oh my god, I have connected to this wounded part. And it took me about a year to, to Find somebody who would do this work. I talked to counselors and therapists, and nobody knew this work and nobody did it. I tried to talk people into doing it with me. Nobody would do it. So finally, and it's uh, ironic, literally across the street from me, I found somebody who had done this work and was willing to work with me. So we did the work, and and the process really, you know, flowed out of me through there months later. And I, you know, when you make this connection, you make that connection to higher consciousness. As Dr. Bradshaw says, the wounded child becomes the wonder child. So, through this healing, I started to make a connection to, to wisdom. So, I was asking questions and so on. And, and my guidance was to move back to Canada. So, I was in a relationship, and it was, you know, even though it wasn't uh, healthy, I was still a committed to relationship, but I decided I needed to follow this guidance, and I did. And we ended up breaking up. And within two months of, of coming back to this, I'd sent uh my my the previous relationship was breaking up and getting together breaking up and getting together over four years or whatever it was or three years and uh and in one of those times i sent an a facebook message to ann because i realized hmm, doing some soul searching at that point and i realized hmm, i didn't treat her that good and and so i sent her a, a facebook message and that was at least a year before i moved back to canada and i got back to canada i was here for about two months and I got a, a message from her. She just received the, the uh, message, the Facebook message. And she was just getting out of a relationship herself, a 20-year relationship, 25-year relationship. So we ended up getting together and uh, met down at the beach and went for a two-and-a-half-hour walk around Stanley Park and haven't stopped since. And uh, it, it, we don't remember saying goodbye, and it just feels right. And I can't explain this. Um, and uh, sure, we, we've had our challenges, but we both do our work. And the one great thing about doing the neurotrauma healing process, it takes the ego, we, we can work with, with two people, and it takes the ego out of the picture. So it's not about he said, she said, or you know who did wrong, who did right. It's the higher picture, which can be very tough to do on your own. So... Um, it's been an amazing journey and uh that's 8 years ago now going on 8 years now and it just feels right and good and we love being with each other we have a beautiful home on the lake in uh pc so and, and uh sometimes we still go hmm you know this you know something must be wrong we don't say <laughs> that anymore but it's just been so it's been an easy relationship with that which i have never experienced before and it's been wonderful and uh, so that's
1: a great great. story yeah i i there are many many people who reconnect to uh past loves and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i i actually had that happen to me but it didn't work um so it was sort of more about unfinished business i was gonna say say completion huh yeah i i had been with somebody on and off from high school to kind of age 21 um Mm -hmm. And it didn't end well, it kind Mm -hmm. of petered out. And as my marriage was ending, I reached out to him. I had all these questions like, did you ever love me? Um, Was I your only, like, I I just had no idea. (laughs) And it was important for me to have some closure. And he was like, I totally loved you. I was terrible at communicating. And he was like, I'm sorry, your marriage is ending. I'm in a happy marriage. And I think we'll be together forever like two years later, he got divorced. And <laughs>
0: oh, so right, right. <laughs> and he
1: reached out and we connected. And I realized that we just didn't have a relationship. Like it was nice. sort of a very immature relationship back in ninth, 10th, 11th, right. 12th grade. and yeah. And it never really evolved. And I think we just had grown in different directions. So it was, right. it was a nice thought. But I, I bet I you're still your friends. Story. Are
0: you still friends?
1: No, it it's oh, okay. kind of, I think that, you know, we're just so different that right. he wanted to either be with me or completely cut off. That's oh, what see. it kind of felt like. I don't know. I still think about yeah. him from time to time, but yeah. Yeah. anyway, back to you. Um, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's, a,
0: no, that's a good story. It, it brings to the closure and we never know what's going to come out of these things. though huh? you no, know,
1: we don't. We do and I, that I don't door regret could it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think that it's important to follow those little breadcrumbs and Absolutely. have closure if you need it. Sometimes you don't get it. Sometimes yeah. you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, So let's talk about this process and how it applies to relationships and dating. I know you talked about your own story, but like if you were to work with somebody, tell us a little bit about how that works.
0: Okay. So we work with people one-on-one. We also do group stuff and you can go to our website and look at that for the next event. Um, But we work with people and we give them access to their subconscious mind in a safe and gentle manner. And we don't go with any preconceived ideas. We let the process guide us and you access the subconscious mind through emotion. So it's whatever holds to charge for you. So it's kind of like the issue that's in your life right now. This may sound not very nice to some people, but that too is perfect. Maybe it's the universe trying to get your attention. Maybe it's trying to draw you inside and we give you access to that and most people you know people a lot of people want to do their work but don't know how and there really hasn't been anything that is so um certain i'll say because when you do this work what will come out is what's going on inside of you and once again the prerequisites of of letting whatever wants to come out come out but when you understand that you're always dealing with yourself Then when issues come up, hopefully, eventually, you'll change the language to, oh, thank you, and you'll go inside and find out what it is inside of you that where you're not loving yourself, where you're not respecting yourself, uh, where you don't feel deserving of a relationship or whatever that is. And you can bring that to resolution. And when I say resolution, it doesn't mean a coping skill. It's not a technique to overcome or try to blow through. And it's not a compensation or a medication. You get to bring it to resolution. So it's quite simply not there anymore. So when you're in a relationship, one way or another, we are putting out energy. If it's not a positive, healthy relationship, one way or another, we're putting out something that is, is tripping us up. So, and it's going to come out as a pattern some way. Some are harder to to see than others. But when you go inside and and start to create a dialogue with that inner life and you give that part a voice, and in order to give that part a voice, you have to fully accept yourself. And that's how you allow what wants to come out to come out. And when you make that intimate connection and learn what it is that you need and learn how to give yourself feed yourself what it is that you need that's what makes life rich and fulfilling and when you feel safe when you feel loved when you feel respected that's what you attract so i i probably sound like a broken record already but there's just so many variables in that and the relationship you have with yourself that inner life is the foundation of all of your relationships and that doesn't make sense logically. Mm-hmm. I want the perfect man. I want the hot woman. And, but until you can love yourself, you're probably going to be playing a game of exchange or, you know, a degree of manipulation or want or need or what have you. So when you come to that place of safety, security, and you give yourself what you need, that's what will show up outside of you, as if by magic. So...
1: Yeah. So I love that. And I totally agree. I do a lot of that work in in my work as a dating coach as well. And my question is, you know, so let's say one person has done this work and they're dating somebody who hasn't. What do you do?
0: So once again, we don't give any advice because even though I don't know what you need or what anything that's happening with you, but I do know that you do. So we would work with that person. And, uh, so we, but if a person is working with somebody who doesn't, if you're on a growth pattern and that other person is not, there's a good possibility you're going to grow out of that or it's gonna, you're going to grow apart. You know, like you talked about with your, that uh, uh, gentleman from your high school years. Um, maybe you're on a growth pattern and he wasn't, I don't know. But we are evolving. That's what's going on here. That is, I believe, the underlying drive of, of our existence. We are evolving, coming back to our, our nature, I believe. And uh, so when you have a relationship that's based in growth, then you know the sky is the limit. If you want somebody that's gonna try and keep it the same and, and hold it the same and and isn't in that growth, then you know it may not work. That being said, if it feels right, it is, and your body is your guidance system, and and you can have all the thoughts, and you can talk yourself out of that out of that relationship by thinking, "Oh, this can't work," and and he's not a fit for me, and and he's not trying. And I, if you stay tuned into your body, and ultimately rise above the level of thought, and you follow that guidance. That will guide you, and and. You tune into what feels good and what feels right that's true that's true. the body can't lie this thing tells you untruths all day long <laughs> that's right. so that's where even if you're journaling sometimes it can get that stuff out of you so you can feel more purely and if you do the, the nthp alternate writing stuff and some of the exercises in there you can get more clarity and understanding and, and follow that Mm. so it's uh, I guess that's not really a clear answer but uh you know follow what feels right for you and uh if you can have a relationship based on growth uh the sky's the limit
1: yeah no I so agree with that I think we often get into relationships with people who are so rigid and very ego-driven, and it's really hard to have a relationship with somebody who's yeah. fear-based, ego-driven. This is the right way. you're the wrong way. yeah, but you you've said some things that I want to also really highlight, which is that when people are struggling with something, it is a gift. You know, it's a gift yeah. if we can pay attention to it. I remember for myself boundaries were like, coming at me all the time, like lack of boundaries. And I finally was like, okay, universe, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I have weak boundaries. They're flimsy boundaries. I need to do something about this because it was driving me crazy. Like people were stepping on my boundaries, crossing my boundaries. And now I teach a course on boundaries because (laughs) it became such a passion. (laughs) Um, yeah I mean this work is it's just so so important and being able to override the conscious brain of of like the the way that we have been programmed and I think a lot of people don't trust their own intuition because they override it so much so I love that you talk about the body the body does not lie and we often don't even pay attention to anything below the neck you know it's like this is it. This is, yeah. this is the safe place for a lot of people is neck up, you know, yeah. just yeah. function from the head and, and ignore the rest. And yeah. man, yeah. when you tune into the body, yeah. everything changes.
0: And it's funny, you know, like you say, for those people who their reference point is their, their uh, thinking, life is going to continue to be tumultuous.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: just going to be more and more the loop of, of, of chaos. And not getting through that because, um, you know, it is our thinking literally that causes all of our problems. (laughs) And the deep level of that is the subconscious and understanding that you're, there's a deep level of thinking that is stuff that is stuck in your body and your nervous system unprocessed. So, yeah, to tune into your body is, is key. And I mean, if you can't feel, I mean, to feel good is, you know, you have to feel to feel good. And you will never be fulfilled in your mind. You can never be fulfilled in your thinking. Not possible.
1: So. You don't think good, you feel good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So. so, Dane, this is such an important conversation. I would love to hear the last question I have for you is, what are your final words of advice? I know you don't like to give advice, but if you could share some wisdom to somebody who wants to go on their last first date, what would it be?
0: So observe be patient and go inside and uh, observe you want to know what you're thinking you're believing look into your world so observe and i i say be patient that also goes with accept yourself and what is going on, don't judge it. And in that, that acceptance is accepting that that is, it's a perfect outpicturing of what's going on inside of you. And do your inner work. I don't think you can skip the inner work. It's in my experience, you can't skip the inner work. I think that all these negative um, experiences and in the, in these, in these unwanted behaviors and patterns that um, are tripping you up, Maybe it's the universe's way of getting your attention. Maybe it's the universe's way of getting you to go inside. And when you go inside, even though it can seem daunting, uh, the scariest part of fear is the anticipation of. Once you actually connect within, um, that fear dissipates. And I'm, I'm very passionate about this work because when you can give yourself what you need, you don't have to keep dealing with it. You don't have to stay on your toes and, and, and stay alert and, and act a certain way or be someone. way. You get to give yourself what you need to relax into life and let life. And if you do that inner work, uh, you will be amazed and you can, you can have the relationship you want because it's inside of you. So.
1: you're living proof you know yeah once you did this work the the relationship just happened it it happened effortlessly yeah
0: yeah and you don't need to work a relationship there only well there's only one relationship you need to work at and that's the one inside of you yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i love this i i love this work i love this conversation and i think you're on to something really important here so i encourage everyone to Go to your website. So tell us where they can find you, and if, you know if you want to share any last words.
0: Yeah, they can go to dane.stevensonline.com. That's D-A-N-E Stevens, S-T-E-V-E-N-S online.com, and there you can see what events we have. We do online events. Um, if you want to do the the one on one, you can go go to anextraordinarylife.ca. That's the NTHP website, a n extraordinary life.ca, and you can see all the different packages we have there for, for sessions. And uh, yeah, and the book, of course, is Reclaim Your Power to Create Your Best Life. is on Amazon. You can go there and get that, and it has the full process in it. Um, we you we'll want to work with a facilitator in the start we don't keep our clients for long because you get to take the work over on your own because it's you and once you you know gain that traction uh, you can take it over on your own and like you said it it, uh, I'm, it took me a little bit to write this book because you're dealing with the subconscious mind and i didn't want to put it out there and have people get to a place where they couldn't handle or not get the results that they could get from this. But I couldn't keep it a secret. So if you need help, contact us. And uh, we can help you to navigate through the maze of your subconscious mind and uh, bring yourself your to that, that place of awareness, that place of, of inner peace and connection. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you, there is a magnificent life inside of you. Uh, let it out. There's my parting words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you, Dane, for inspiring us with your wisdom today. Thanks for
0: having me, Sandy. Great to be here.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you love us, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we hope you go on your last first date very soon.